The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. Hi, this is Tom Sone. Welcome to another episode of The Anonymous Landlord. And today we're talking about carpets. I know it's the most riveting subject you will have ever spoken about before when it comes to property, no doubt. But... I'm going to give you a couple of little tips here on what you can do with your existing carpets in your rental properties or what you can do if you are going to invest in a property that you're going to rent out. Uh, very simple tips, but hopefully it gives you a bit of an idea of what you can do in your properties, whether that's now or in the future. So first of all, look, carpets, carpets is a mixed opinion. There are some people that prefer laminate. There are some people that prefer um, carpet. And there are some people that prefer a mixture of the two in certain rooms. Now, what we have to do, our responsibility as landlords is pretty tricky here because not only do we have to appeal to as many people as possible, we also have to make sure that we're not spending more money than we need to because don't forget, we've got to stay profitable. That is the key to a good landlord. And that goes further than that, by the way, I'm just going to interlude very quickly, because if you're not a profitable landlord, then you're not able to look after your tenants properly. You're not able to make sure the property is safe and functional and hazard free and homely. You're not able to do those things if you're not making profit because you're not able to reinvest that profit in the property. But anyway, whole different subject. So that's why I keep saying to everybody, you've got to be profitable. And if you, by the way, if you need some help with making your profit, uh, making your property, <laughs> if you need some help making your property profitable, easy, then just get in touch with me and I'll have a, a call with you. We'll set up a discovery call. That's what I call them, a discovery call. And, uh, and we'll talk through ways that you can make your property more profitable. I'll give you some advice on that if I can. Anyway, carpets. I've just gone off on a tangent. Shock. Right. So the first thing I want to say is, like I say, there's a, a mixed bag, a mixed opinion with carpets. What do you do? Do you do more laminate, more carpet, mixture of the two? What rooms do you put carpets in? What rooms do you put laminate in? Well, here's my answer, and this is my opinion. Let me know what you think of this, by the way. I think that if somebody is viewing a property, right, you have to think about the initial viewing because that's where you start making your money, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord the initial viewing. And it's not about having a tenant there long-term because you can't guess that right now. What you have to do is make a property that is appealing to a person the first time they see it. And that's the thing to remember. The first time they see it, that's what you've got to build for and create. So for me, any time anybody walks into a property and feels, the first thing they feel is a nice, 
soft carpet under their feet, then that is a very, very appealing feature in a property. So I would always say, look, you've got a couple of options here. Now, your hallway probably should be laminate. If you've got a hallway, probably should be laminate because, I know I've just contradicted myself, but let me explain. Because your, your hallway is gonna be where a lot of footfall goes through. Think about it. Every single person that goes into the house goes in, into that hallway. So your hallway has the most footfall of the whole property. Now then, some people will go into the lounge, some people will go through to the kitchen, some people will go straight upstairs, but anyway, you think about it, all people entering the property will go into the hallway. Now, personally, I like a, a carpet in the lounge. I don't like laminate in the lounge. And now let's think of that first viewing. So you walk into the property, you've got a nice laminate flooring. The first thing the tenant is gonna think of is that it's neat, it looks pleasing to the eye. But also, it's easy to maintain for the tenant. Now, ignoring landlord-tenant responsibilities for a second, think of the home. It's a property, it's a home, it's somebody's home. There is always that feeling of, well, this is lovely, but it's gonna, take, it's gonna be a bit of a pain in the ass to maintain. Well, if you've got a nice laminate in the hallway, that's not that difficult to maintain. So what we can do as, as landlords is put a nice laminate in the hallway and then the lounge has a nice carpet. Now, again, I've said this many times, there are landlords out there that will, how can I put it? Not cut corners because they'll still put a carpet down, but in the industry, there are things known as landlord carpets. And I think now I've said that, you know exactly what I mean by a landlord carpet. It's those thin, cheap, nasty carpets that feel like laminate, but they are in fact carpet. Don't put those down, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, please. I tell you what, if you go into a good carpet carpet retailer and check the difference in price between the cheapest carpet and a just a good carpet, then you'll, then you'll be pleasantly surprised, but there's a bit more to it than this. If you put good, good quality, soft carpets into the property, then you'll be able to charge a little bit more in rent. If you put cheap crap carpets in there, then you can't command a premium rent because you're not offering a premium product. Now, yes, it might save you 200 pounds when, when you're fitting carpets across, out throughout the whole house, but it, it costs you more than that. And this is where I think landlords are separate from property investors. A landlord might think, well, I've got to spend a thousand quid on carpets throughout the property. I'm going to put cheap carpets in there that will cost 800. Brilliant. I've done well there. What a landlord I am. Well, it does mean that you sacrifice ongoing profit. It does also mean that you sacrifice the chances of having a longer term tenant and a happy tenant because we're people, right? We're all people here. It, it really does mean that. So you might sa you might be able to save 200 pounds, but you could also charge 10 pounds more in rent for the next 10 years. So now we're talking about something slightly different, aren't we? 
So what I want to say is, put down a nice carpet in the lounge, put down a nice carpet in the bedrooms, and also in the landing. You know you've got, when you go up the stairs, you've got that area called the landing. I don't know why it's called the landing. If someone would let me know, that'd be great. But that deserves a carpet so that when you come out of the bathroom and you're going to your bedroom, you're not walking on laminate flooring. When you come out of your bedroom to go to the bathroom, you're not walking, walking on cold laminate. You're walking on a nice soft carpet. Little things like this really increase that first feeling and impression for the tenant when they walk into your property. And that's the thing you've got to focus on. Try not, if you can, to think of, think in the landlord way of I've just got to try and save as much money as possible by doing things as cheap as I can. Think of it as a property investor. If you're going to spend £1,000 on something, then what does that enable you to do? If you're going to spend £1,000 on a carpet rather than £800 on a carpet, are you going to be able to get at least, what, uh, two pounds a month more if the answer is yes then do it there's your return on investment and that's the way i want you to think all the time whatever you do whatever you spend what is it going to enable you to do now there might be another thing here <clears throat> if you're going to spend a bit of money on the carpets then i th i do believe that those little touches increase the um the likability of the property, but also increases the tenant's pride of home. If they've got nice carpets that they're proud of and that they like, they're more likely to look after your property, they're more likely to stay longer term because they have that, that thing which I just call pride of home, where they're proud of the property they live in. They don't get in and think, oh God, it's horrible carpet, or oh God. I did a video earlier about um, front doors. Tenants that get back to their home you don't want them to ever feel like, oh, look at the state of this property. Look at the state. I need to find something different ASAP. So try to remember that. Nice, soft carpet in the lounge. Nice, soft carpet in the bedroom. Nice, soft carpet in the, in the landing. Kitchen tiles. Hallway laminate. Or, but all laminate throughout. One way or another, have that nice mixture which allows that tenant to feel pride of home. Hope that helps, speak to you all later. I just wanna add something very quickly on the carpets um, because there's something that I missed which I need to explain. By the way, carpets, they really, you should budget to replace the carpets every 10 years. Now you might not have to, and of course, if you don't have to, then that's a bonus and you've done well and you can add that to your profit, but when you're paying out for carpets, and I'm gonna give you an example here. If you're gonna spend a thousand pounds on carpets in the lounge, in the landing, in the bedrooms, then try to budget that into the rent. So if that enables you to add, I don't know, um, 10 pounds a month to the rent, then that's gonna generate you 120 pounds extra per year and over the course of 10 years, that's gonna be an extra 1,200 pounds. So great, you've covered the cost of your rent, uh, sorry, covered the cost of the carpets, but you'll probably need to uh, reinvest that money back into the carpets again. Make sense? Now, try to remember that because generally speaking, the carpets should have a 10 year shelf life, not shelf life, a 10 year life. 
Uh, that will keep the property appealing. It will keep the property, um, or keep giving the tenant the pride of home that they want. Uh, but it also enables you to budget. Now, there is a little bit of uh, side information, so to speak. Now, technically, if the tenant does any kind of damage to the property, then of course, you will have the fallback of being able to insist that they, they pay for that repair to the carpet. But remember what I just said, is that the carpet has a 10 year shelf life. So that means that if the tenant has been there for five years, you can't claim back the full cost of a new carpet because there is general wear and tear of carpet. It's a diminishing product. So that means over time, it will naturally diminish in quality and value. So if your tenant has lived at that property for five years, and when they move out, it requires replacing those carpets, then you can charge for half of the cost of the new carpet. So build that into your budget. For every one year that the tenant lives there, then you could charge that tenant for any damages up to the value of um, the amount of time that they've been living there. Now that's not to say that the tenant is always responsible for repairing the carpet, because if it's just a case that it's general wear and tear over time, you might find it harder to, to claim for that. But if it's, if it's damage, then yes, absolutely. If the tenant has caused damage to the property, then absolutely um, they are responsible for, for covering that cost. But again, the calculation is, if the carpet's life is 10 years, then the tenant must pay for that, that percentage of the 10 years that they have lived there. So remember that. Um, that's it, there you go. All right, I'll leave that with you. So uh, if you've got any questions about carpets, it's, uh, it's a riveting subject, so I'm happy to talk to anyone about it. Just get in touch and we'll book a call in. But there's loads of other things, isn't there? There's loads of other things that you can do that will improve the value, the rent value of the property. It will improve the, the stickability for the tenant to give them that pride of home. It will improve the appeal in the first place, and that's the key. Make sure that the first viewing is going to be appealing. That's the key to, because to, it's not just the key to getting the tenant to say, yes, I'll take the place. That's the key for the tenant staying there long-term and looking after the place. If you make your property the best it can be for that first viewing, then you're gonna make it the best it can be for the tenant moving forward. So uh, yeah, I hope that helps. I'll speak to you all later. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really wanna hear from you. Just search Tom Sone on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast. And remember, being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat, and grow.